Yeah! I'm feeling great. That sounded great. There's a lot to get into, Slee. And my goodness, my goodness, does my very own messy get me fired up to do the show. It's a good day, Slee. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, Morales just got me going in 34 different directions. I, I don't know if we're going to be able to pack in what we got in the next two hours, but we'll do our best to do it. Yeah, we're going to get to all of it. Travis and Sliwa is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So here's the thing, Slee. You better you yeah. better watch your back. You better you better be careful. You too, Emily and Funch and everybody else. You guys need to you need to be careful because. Chris just laid out that I have some sort of power, that if I say good things about you, all of a sudden your luck changes for the worse. I thought the Clippers would win. Bounced. See you later. We why'd were talking about Otani being you do the that, second yeah, coming of mm-hmm. Babe Ruth. Doesn't get out of the first inning. So I'll just say I just won't say anything. I'll just kind of sit here and uh, just kind of keep it to myself. To Otani's uh, defense here, he did not take the L as the Angels no. came back. <laughs> Yeah, that was how crazy, funny, right? How funny was that? This was actually after the Clippers game. Sports Center was on. SVP was doing his, um, you know, obviously doing uh, Sports Center, and you just see the uh, bases loaded, down eight four. And uh, the only thing I thought of right off the bat, I'm like, oh, Otani doesn't take the loss. Okay, let's keep yeah, it moving. Yeah, he got off the hook. Let's keep right? it moving. No, they look. There are some guys that are just really lucky when it comes to, like, they'll come in and throw three pitches and get a win. There are guys that come in and, I don't know, give up seven runs in two-thirds of an Jeez. inning and don't take the loss, which is yeah. what Otani did last night. Now, there's there's a whole bunch. Here's the other thing we got going, too, Sleek. Chris mm-hmm. didn't even mention this. We got one more day, but we got the 4th of July coming up, which is one of the all-time great holidays, the, the best summer holiday. It's a good eating holiday. It's a good drinking holiday. It's a good see-your-friends holiday. We got We got a lot of stuff going on. Honestly, tomorrow we'll uh, tomorrow we'll kind of set all that up. By the way, is it technically for us tomorrow? I, I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, you know, it's a four-day weekend. She's like, what do you mean? You don't work on Friday? I'm like, I do, but the show's done at 11. It's a four-day weekend. Shh, don't tell anybody that. Okay. Don't tell yeah, anybody that. that. See, here's here's the is great this, secret about working this, the morning. I was going to say, is this a thing that you yeah, – yeah. okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We just, we just, we just keep, this, keep it to ourselves, the mm-hmm. fact that every Friday we're done at 11 o'clock in the morning, and then mm-hmm. we can just kind of – you kind of get a three-day weekend every weekend. We'll just kind of – we'll kind of keep that to ourselves, right? Um, Okay, so you made the prediction that the Los Angeles Clippers were going to win three games in a row and would eventually represent the Western Conference in the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. Travis, why would you fall into that trap of – you know this too. You even said this yesterday. You're like, I think they're going to win three in a row. But if they lost – if they lost tonight, then I wouldn't be surprised. Like I must feel like you you set yourself up for this uh, for this trap. And Suns came out yesterday. It came out last night. Pretty much had the lead the entire game. Maybe they had the lead the the, the whole way and controlled the game. Ended up at one point they're up twenty plus. Chris Paul is running his mouth. Patrick Beverly gets thrown out. Um, you you fell into a trap that I'm surprised that uh, you kind of set yourself up for this. See, I thought you were smarter than this. I thought mm-hmm. that you understood exactly. Well, don't what think I was I'm doing. smart and don't. I- don't ever think I'm smarter than this. Don't don't put those together. I'm working on an elevated level. I'm I, I'm working above the the normal uh, human level. I'm working on on a higher plane, and this was all set up to put the whammy on the Clippers. That the second you saw oh, they're going to win, they're going to win. Then you know yeah. that they're going to morph back into the Clippers. No, I, I honestly I really did think they were going to win. I really did. Th- I even thought last night going into the fourth quarter. I think at the start of the fourth quarter they were down 14 points. Even at that point, I'm like, you know what? This isn't over yet because Paul George had not shot the ball well. 
and you figure he's going to start making shots eventually. Yeah. He was he was completely spent. He was completely out of gas. And this is kind of what they do, right? Just when you think that they figured something out, they go back and they look like but I don't think that's what this was. I think this was just a matter of two two things happened at the same time. Chris Paul went off. He was brilliant, and we'll get to him in a second. But he was great. Combine that with the fact that the Clippers you could you could just see it. They were on empty. They were on empty. They had yeah. nothing left in the tank. Chris Paul's legs were sharp. Not Chris Paul. Paul George's legs were just nowhere to be found. The Clippers, other than Marcus Morris, nobody really was making shots for them at any point during the night. Beverly was on tilt. The entire team just didn't seem to have that little snap that they'd had through the first couple of games. So I know you're wearing a Luke Kennard jersey right now, and that's kind of weird. Nobody kind of expected that, but um, but that's fine. The back is uh, Michael Cage. Yep. Uh, I love that. Out of all the players, you have Michael Cage. Um, here's Let me kind of just give my quick little recap on the Clippers. This was a successful season for them, Travis. I know that kind of sounds weird. What do you mean is a successful season? They were supposed to be one of the teams that competing for a championship. Lakers are out of it. This is kind of their path to get to the NBA Finals and then take your chance with whoever's in the Eastern Conference or whoever comes out of the Eastern Conference. Um Mm-hmm. They got further than I thought they would. And all I'm talking about is Kawhi Leonard was out for the final two weeks or so or something along those lines. They, he didn't play in game five or six against the Utah Jazz. He didn't play in these six games against the Phoenix Suns. I think the Clippers can build off of this. I really do. I, I think the Clippers did something this year, and I, it's no secret that I'm rooting against them. It's no secret, okay, I'm a Laker fan. I respect what they accomplished this postseason. I think Ty Lue proved that, hey, I'm one of the best coaches in the NBA. I think Paul George, in a sense, proved that, okay, I'm going to have games where I'm inefficient, but I'm going to give it all I got. And at least, you know, maybe I'm a, maybe it was stupid of me to give myself a nickname, and everybody obviously kind of continues to follow that. But I'm going to play hard. A lot of these other role players played. I think they have something to legitimately build off of from what they did this year. With all that being said... It ain't going to get any easier next season. There's going to be a lot of other teams that get healthy as well. But they were the only team that lost a key player and still had success in the playoffs. You got to you got to be impressed with that. Well, so far, I think right because Trey Young, sure, Trey, yep. and Giannis too. Don't you know? And Giannis too. You know, we'll see what happens with him. I know that they said, but they haven't had success. Damage. They haven't had success. Atlanta had success without Trey Young for that one game. Um, obviously, Milwaukee folded after Giannis left, so let's see yeah. what happens there. Kawhi yeah. was out for no, 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 no. six, eight games. For eight sure, games no, he was out. Missing Kawhi was huge. There, there's, there's no question about it. Missing Kawhi was massive. But a couple of things here. This is, this is one of these times where two opposite things can be true at the same time. I think that's what this is happening with the Clippers right here. I agree with you. This is a successful season that they got to the Western Conference Finals, pushed it to Game Six without their best player. For the first time ever, that's a, that's a successful season. Of I, I don't it know is. how you could say that it's not. But what's also true is that this was an incredible missed opportunity. This was an opportunity when the deck was cleared. The deck was cleared of all the dudes, right? There's no Steph Curry. There's no Kevin Durant. There's no LeBron James. There's no Anthony Davis. All of those guys were sure. gone. They weren't yep. even at the table anymore. Mm-hmm. So when that, that doesn't happen very often, if ever. We've never seen a time where all of those mega, mega stars, those guys with not just a chip or two, but the guys. They, they run the league. All, they, they run, and they were all gone. There mm-hmm. wasn't one. Everybody that's left is a newbie. 
except for Kawhi, and he wasn't there. I was so, going to say, you know which player you're forgetting on that list? Mm. Kawhi. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, no, no. I, that's why I said I, Kawhi wasn't there, but he's not there. So yep. he's he's gone too. So I agree with you. It's a success. I agree with you. It's something that they can put in their back pocket and go into the offseason and come into next season feeling pretty good about the, where they are. But it, you can also make the argument, and I really truly believe this, that it's never going to be easier, not easy, but easier than mm-hmm. it was right there in front of them. If you have to just get past a Suns team that wasn't even in the playoffs a year ago, that has no finals experience to speak of, really, I know Jay Crowder was there, and then the other half of the draw is Atlanta and Milwaukee, you're never going to get a better hand. You're never going to get a better opportunity than that, and they didn't cash it in. It's, it's so both. I, so I think the, the real angle on that one I think has less to do with the Clippers. Listen, if, if Kawhi was healthy, we did this the first two rounds. Kawhi was healthy versus the Mavs. Why are you going seven games against the Dallas Mavericks? Mm -hmm. Kawhi was healthy versus the Utah Jazz over the first four games. Why are you losing the first two if Mike Conley's not there and Donovan Mitchell isn't 100%? Like, we we did this when Kawhi was there. Expectations obviously were reset. The The real story here is you just said it might never be easier. Think of the Phoenix Suns' path, right? Sure. They faced the Lakers. And they don't got to go they, up against Anthony they, Davis, they really? right? They don't They don't have to go up against Anthony Davis the last yeah. two and a half games. They faced the Denver Nuggets, no Jamal Murray. They faced the Los Angeles Clippers, no Kawhi Leonard. So I agree with everything you just said, but the, the team we should really be looking at that is most fortunate, that will never get an opportunity to be in this position again, the Phoenix Suns yeah. will probably but predicate alive. it. They're What's in that? It. They're, they are taking advantage of. They it. did take the advantage Clippers of. The Clippers didn't. Well, but but that, that's okay. Then then we could say, well, the Clippers. We could say the Lakers didn't take advantage of it. Then no. Why would we say that? Of this, right? The, the, the but Lakers, so were the Clippers. Clippers were the victim eh, of it. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's I, the same. I don't know. What would I, be the difference? What would look, be the difference? The, Cl- the Clippers blew a three-one lead with Kawhi Leonard. The Clippers were down two-zero with Kawhi Leonard. The Clippers were down two-zero again with Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's a weird deal because Kawhi Leonard is a great player. But the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard are not terribly different than the Clippers we saw. And, and it, it, I know it sounds crazy to say that, that they're because they're not better without him, but they certainly were highly competitive without him. They certainly had some juice without him. They had some fight that we haven't seen without him, that we really hadn't seen with him. So I, I, I get it. They would have had a better chance. I believe they win the series if Kawhi is there. But I don't know if they're the ones that are the best example of it that they got because they kept winning series without that guy. The Lakers mm-hmm. didn't have their guy. One series, boom, see you later. So I, I, I think, okay, maybe that says more about some of their role players. Maybe that says more about their coaching. Maybe there's other things that you can attribute it to. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if what you're trying to say is this was your opportunity, Paul George said something yesterday after. He said, we'd be going on if Kawhi was healthy. Okay. And by the way, uh, Kevin Durant could be saying that after the Milwaukee series. LeBron could be saying that after the Lakers-Suns. Many teams could be saying, if our guy was there, we'd be going on. But I think what makes it a little bit different with the Clippers is, um, a Funch, you got some sound there? Go ahead. If, if you have it, let, let's hear it real quick. We would be going on. You know, this series would have been a lot different. Talk about one of the best players in the league being out. Yeah, we were you know, inches uh, you know, away from get to the next round so definitely it's a, it's a what if on this factor matters we, we just we didn't do enough we didn't do enough to win 
And um, that's the reason we're going home. So they had they had success, Travis. They had su- success, like you mentioned, without Kawhi. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, ending games like game two, you have Kawhi, and maybe it's Paul, it's Paul George not at the free throw line, it's Kawhi Leonard. You have a closer, like a legitimate real closer that I think would change things and ultimately – uh, for the Clippers, I, I, I think know. that's all it came down to. I, I, maybe. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not nuts. I understand that Kawhi Leonard is a great player. I understand he's a multiple-time champion, a multiple-time finals MVP. They blew a 3-1 lead with Kawhi Leonard. They were in 2-0 holes with Kawhi Leonard twice before he went down. That he, he's, he doesn't fix every problem automatically. He, he, he helps, but I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. And then, you know, he, here's the other thing. I want to go back to what Paul George said there a second ago. Can I, can I just jump in real quick? So – is is the argument you're making that when Anthony Davis was out, you knew that when AD plays, the Lakers, it's a different team. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a you know their chance of winning, let's say, increases by X amount of percentage. What you're saying is that when Kawhi was out, we saw them also have success. It would be the equivalent of Lakers losing Anthony Davis in that first round but still beating the Phoenix Suns, then getting into the second round and really putting up a tough fight and, and you know, whatever happens, happens. Is that what you're referring to? Sort of. What I'm referring to is I've seen the Clippers lose with Kawhi Leonard. I don't think that if he's there, they don't lose. We have evidence that they do lose with him. We, we have more. I think the, part, the, the, the comparison to the Lakers I don't think is a good one. The reason the Lakers were dead in the water when Anthony Davis went down is that everybody not named LeBron James after that did not show up. That mm-hmm. was the difference. The, the, the Clippers have two pieces that are almost identical. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are very similar players. Very similar players. Both very good, one slightly better than the other, but they do kind of the same things. The Lakers have two different guys that do different things, so one can kind of cook when the other guy isn't there. But the rest of the guys, so if Kawhi Leonard goes down, you slide in. If you have an A-plus in Kawhi Leonard, you slide in an A with Paul George, but the rest of your pieces are still pretty good. The rest of your pieces are still – Reggie Jackson won them a game. Terrence Mann won them a game. Marcus Morris kept them in games. Avica Zubats had moments where he was really good. We saw Luke Kennard knock down some big shots. The, all of these – supporting cast members showed up and did work. I don't think that it wasn't Kawhi's absence necessarily as to why they ran out of gas. It's just, or why they didn't win the game. I think it's that they ran out of gas. The Lakers didn't have, they had LeBron James and nobody. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the, the, I'm not comparing them to the Lakers. I'm comparing them to themselves. I'm comparing them to them with Kawhi. I have two of the same guy. Without them, I still have my same guy, and my supporting cast is still the same. Without, without Anthony Davis, the Lakers are a totally different team. Without Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers are kind of the same. Hit nine bars up last night, Trav. Just went, yeah, listen, when you have the night like you had last night and you get a chance to watch your Phoenix Suns move on to the NBA Finals, um, it's just a, it's a special night. It's a special night. You know who we have not talked about yet? I know we got to go to break here. we got to talk about Chris Paul. We'll get into Chris Paul. Paul. We're going to take some phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Who's set up better moving into next season, Lakers or Clippers? And I'm just going to leave this out there before we go to the next thing. Have you ever heard anybody else other than Paul George say, well, we would have won if? Have you ever heard other players say that? Or you just kind of, hey, they got us. No, I've I've heard that. They got us. I've heard that. my memory because I haven't. I've never heard a great player say, well, if I had my buddy, we'd be okay. I've never heard that before. That's what I say. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We had a, uh, we're going to have some friends over for 4th of July, Slee, on yeah. uh, th- this weekend. And Susan asked me, you know, what, 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 do you, what do you think we should do for food? And I said, well, it's the 4th of July. Let's just yeah. do some. Uh, uh, do Indian food. Some hamburgers and hot dogs, right? I mean, it's the 4th of July. We'll just, you know, watermelon, potato salad, hop in here. Yeah. We're not doing that. We're, you know, we, we need something better than that. I'm not, I don't want to eat hamburgers. I'm like, okay, so what are you making? Well, I don't know. Okay, great. That's helpful. Yeah, that, that 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 helps us put us in the right space. Put her, um, get her in the room. Put her on the headset. I want to have a quick conversation with her. I wish I could. I would love to do that right now. But she's but you're uh, in the dungeon. Yeah, you're I'm in a in the dungeon. It's the murder room. You know what it is. It's the windowless room in my garage that does not have any natural light or ventilation. Yeah. It's uh, it's really a wonderful place to spend six hours a day. I, so, I highly recommend it. So Morales said that you'll be breaking down different hot dogs. This at. How much time do you need in tomorrow's show? Like, should we tell Emily, hey, Emily, don't worry about the first hour because Travis is going to be talking about hot dogs. Just let's focus on 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. How much time do you need just so we have kind of we're prepared for it? I can hook everybody up in 10 minutes. I, I, okay. I don't I don't even need much more than that, because tomorrow, don't forget tomorrow. We got a lot going on tomorrow. So yeah. tomorrow we've got Ask Slee. I'm already looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we're also going to have um, – Emily, what she learned in her first week in Los Angeles, she's going to right. come on. We're going to have that segment as well. We're, all, gonna we're also going to need, Emily, what we're going to need from you is we, we need your Twitter uh, your Twitter handle because we want people to kind of chime in of things Emily should be doing in L.A. Um, we kind of start creating a list for her restaurants to go to, places to visit, things along those lines. I, I think our people will help her. All right, let's get to some phone calls here. Right now. But first, it's time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And this is just this is more of a question, but it's still straight talk. What was Steve Ballmer doing to his buddies at the game last night? Mm-hmm. What what was that? Well, because I, I I've been to a lot of games. I've been looked to, very normal to me. You you punch your buddies in the groin when you get excited <laughs> at, at basketball games. That, yes, that when, you know, when, when, get excited. You, when Sedale three would knock down a three, you mm-hmm. would turn to your best friend and punch him in the groin? Punch him and then, and like then kind happening. of rub their legs as well. Rub their legs as well. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. By the way, if you type in right now Steve Ballmer, just type in Ballmer, every article that comes, forget he's worth 70 plus billion. Forget, you know, forget that he's building a state. Forget all that stuff. All you see is video of him punching the two dudes next to him and like, rubbing their thighs. I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what kind of celebration that was, but who knows? Maybe this is a trend. Maybe this will pick up. I, I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, hey, you know what would be really cool? Yeah. What if you got to go to a game with a guy like Steve Ballmer? He owns the team. You sit right on the court. Yeah. You get you get some insight. You know, he's telling you. Mm-hmm. But then you probably have to put on, like, catcher's gear to go to the game with the guy. Yeah. Because he's going to be just pounding on your legs the entire time. That was very odd. This weird. I just, this I just hope that. That's a little weird. Steve Ballmer knew those guys. I think it'd be worse if they were complete strangers. Or do you guys think it'd be better? I don't know. Well, if if they were complete strangers, then that's borderline assault because you can't just start smacking the people in the in the in the chairs next to you. He look. This is kind of what we were talking about before, Al. When he, you know, but when, should when this surprise us? Have you have you seen throws? have you seen his celebrations before? 
But that okay, wait, let me go back to this. Yesterday was really weird. Like what I don't know what that celebration was, but it's not like he's ever showed, you know, excitement or energy at a game and you're like, "Oh, there's a normal normal no, 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 Steve no. Bomber." Usually it's he's cheering, he's clapping, he's out of he's his doing stands, his hand he's things his feet, like uh his fists. Right, he's doing right. all those things. This right. is the first time I've ever seen him lay hands on the people next to him. Yeah. I, it just it yeah. just was uh, a little, a little weird. different. There's your straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right. Um let's try one of these phone calls here, Slee. Let's go to Big Rob in Inglewood. Big Rob, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Good morning, good morning. What's up, guys? Hey, Let's be honest. The Phoenix Suns has caught the perfect storm, all right? No question about it. I was thinking, Steve Bummer, when I see him last night, I thought the same thing. (laughs) I know money makes people do weird things, but I'm like, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? And the next thing is, hey, I'm going to just tell the truth. If the Lakers stay built the way they are and the Clippers stay built the way they are, Laker fans will be doing the same thing next season, looking at the Clippers play. And if Kawhi is he's not hurt, they may win the whole thing. You guys have I don't, a good day. Big Rob, appreciate you calling in. Up. Appreciate you calling in, man. I don't think that's Trav, I don't think that's a stretch at all. I, I, you know, I, I think Clippers have something legitimate to grow off of. There was a report earlier uh, this morning that came out. Kevin O'Connor of the Ringer. Okay. The Dallas Mavericks and the Miami Heat plan to make a hard push to add Clippers star Kawhi Leonard. We know Kawhi's got that player option. You know it's kind of interesting, Trav? Think about this for a quick second. Imagine these are the options Kawhi Leonard has. Come back to the Clippers and be one of the favorites in the Western Conference. Sure. It's look, That's the truth. I mean, I, I know some people want to say, well, Lakers, if you, you had Anthony Davis, you're fine. No, they got some retooling to do, and there's no guarantee or lock. I mean, we just still haven't seen these two teams face each other in the playoffs. We saw what the Clippers just did. They got to the Western Conference Finals. They did it without Kawhi. Kawhi has the option of going to the Clippers. Kawhi has the option of going to play with Luka in Dallas, okay, who, by the way, took Kawhi Leonard without Kawhi Leonard, right, or took Kawhi Leonard – uh, or took Luca seven games the Dallas Mavericks to take took, him out. Uh, to, to take him out, or go play in Miami with some other All Stars who are there in Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and a couple other players. Kawhi Leonard's got some options this year. I, when when I just say everything that I just said, which of those three teams to you is most attractive for Kawhi? Okay, the, I can answer that. What's most attractive to Travis? I can't tell you what's most attractive to Kawhi because I don't think anybody knows what's going on in Kawhi. What's most attractive to Travis? Dallas. I want to play with the best player in the league for the next period, you know, X amount of years, two years, five years, ten years, whatever whatever it might be. If, if the choice is stay here and have a chance, which they certainly would, yep. or go over there and have a chance and have a chance at a much longer window, I'm going over there. Travis, you know what you said about Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? You said that these two guys – they do a lot of the same things, right? There's a little bit of redundancy between these two players. I know you take Kawhi Leonard. Okay, I get all that. But there's there are similarities between those two players. You know where there aren't similarities? There's Dallas. no similarities between LeBron and Anthony Davis. There's yeah. no similarities between Luka Doncic and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And I, I just bring that up because I thought that was an interesting story to have Dallas kind of in the mix because Kawhi is going to have some of these options this summer. It'll be, it'll be interesting how he handles them. I, I want to go back to something else Rob said, that he said, you know, if, if, they, if they roll this back, it's going to be the same movie again, that the Clippers are going to be playing and the Lakers are at home. Sort of, but not necessarily. I, I think that you need to, we, we need to go back and, and reestablish this. 
the Lakers are more vulnerable than the Clippers are, but mm-hmm. they're not worse. They're more vulnerable for all the reasons that we've just been talking about. The Lakers are vulnerable too. If either AD or LeBron is not in, in a good spot, they're in deep trouble. But if those guys are right, I still think they give anybody else in the entire league a run. No question about it. And no so question about their, it. Their, their level of vulnerability is is pretty thin because you're talking about two guys. The Clippers, with their two guys, are certainly in the mix. But with their supporting cast and the other things that they have going on, their level of vulnerability, with ju- we just saw it. It's there. They would have been better with Kawhi than without him. But they got the game six of the Western Conference Finals. And if Paul George had a little more gas in the tank, who knows? It's just I, I think the Lakers are more vulnerable, but I don't think that they're in a worse spot. They're in a worse spot if you're talking about just the randomness of this season. Well, but outside I, of that, well, Trav, just just to kind of take on that, and I think this is why yesterday we you know we started having that conversation about Dennis Schroeder and what do you mean hundred million? This guy wants hundred and twenty million. Lakers have some work to do this offseason. It, it's not as easy as just saying you're right. If LeBron and Anthony Davis are both healthy. Lakers can go up against any team in the league. But those other pieces now, right? Like those ancillary pieces, it's how you're going to round up the rest of your roster. Okay, is Montrezl Harrell going to opt out? Is he gone? Is Andre Drummond just came here in the buyout market and now he's gone? How are you going to fill up the rest of the roster? That's going to be the bigger question for the Lakers. All right, coming up next, Lionel Messi will join us and tell us exactly where he's going to go. Yay, it's Travis and Slee on Saturday. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Travis and Sliwa is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, we appreciate you guys being a part of this morning's show. Um, I don't care about Progressive. Okay, just a second, Messi. Messi, just a second here. Uh, Lionel Messi, as we all know, is a free agent. Um, La Liga is kind of holding up some financial obligations to Messi, and we have Messi here joining us. Uh, uh, you know, first of all, let me just say, what an unbelievable career for you so far, and you have a lot of interesting decisions here in front of you. Um, first of all, what is it to be in this position and to be a free agent? I don't know what the financial fair play rule means. I don't care. I want my money. I want to go to the toy store, and I want ice cream, and I want candy, and I want it right now. I don't want to wait for the financial fair play. I don't care about the pandemic. I don't care that you cut the salary cap. Give me, mom, mom, Barca's not giving me my money. Messy, messy. Just, just one second here, okay? This is, this is all part of the business. There's a lot of different things that go on in the background that I don't think you get to see. What do you think you should be fair? Uh, you should be paid. I want Skittles and I want Starburst and I want to be able to go to bed whenever I want to. And I don't care what you say. I want all of these things and I want them right now. I'm the best player in the league and I don't care. Give me what I want, Mom. Mom, tell Barca to give me my money. Okay, Messi. This is the final question I have. I don't have anything else after this. Um, is life fair? It should be fair. I'm the best player, and I deserve all the money, and I want a boat, 
and I want to go to Disneyland, and I want to go to Magic Mountain, and I want to go to Knott's, and I want cotton candy, and I want a hot dog, and I want you to take me there right now. He's about to get paid seven hundred million again, and that's that's he's the voice the best that you athlete give. in the world. It is sport. He's, he's the best player in the most popular sport in the world. It's a, he's going to get so much money, Slee, and he deserves every single penny. By the way, Grant in L.A. on Twitter, Sliwa making fun of Messi is like Smush making fun of Kobe. Grant, I'm not the one doing oh, it. Travis yeah. is the one making the voice. <laughs> no, we're in this together. You're guilty by association. You're driving the getaway car. I, I'm the one that went in there and did it, but you, you're going to jail too because you were behind the wheel. No, I left the car there, and I just went to a local grocery store and hid in there. <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny because, you know, the, not, not to get into it, but this is one of the most famous athletes in the world. He obviously is the best at what he does because he's going to get a, a fortune to continue to play for Barca. But you think about it, if this were LeBron James or an open market, an sure. open, just, just a yep. give him whatever you want to give him, right? There mm-hmm. are salary caps in other sports. I know there isn't in baseball. But what if LeBron James or Luka Doncic just hit the open market, what what's the ceiling of what you could give a guy like that that wouldn't feel ridiculous? I, I remember one time we were talking about this in the pregame show with Michael, and we were trying to kind of equate like, okay, if you gave him eighty million a year, is that that big of a deal? If you gave him a hundred million a year, is that that big of a deal? There's certain players that you just can't put a number towards. Travis, and I know you know this, so I don't have to you know sit here and explain it, but. The moment LeBron James decided to sign with the Lakers, mm-hmm. what happened to the Los Angeles Lakers franchise? Became more what hard. happened? What happened to? Okay, actually, the, the Lakers are a bad example. When he was in Cleveland, what happened to their economy? What happened to the TV schedule? What happened to all the sponsorships? What happened to all the um, the sales from uh, seats perspective of how many tickets they sell out? How about when he goes on the road? This is for the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, you, mm-hmm. you've mentioned this about Otani. Um, Otani's got to be in a better place. But really what you're referring to, Otani's got to be on a squad that is competing, that is, you know, that that has meaningful games. Of course, LeBron, every every year that he's played, he's in meaningful games I don't know how you can equate a dollar figure to a player like LeBron James or, in this case, Messi that we're talking about. The the the, the ceiling of this is they get a piece of the action. There, there almost isn't something that you can give them hmm. that would be equitable. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'll pay. There, there's not a salary that LeBron James is worth because whatever he's getting, he's worth more. Right, it's almost he gets a piece of the pie. You know, like these these really famous athletes when they want when endorsement deals come up, right? It's not, hey, we'll give you a million dollars to do commercials for us. It's we'll give you a percentage we'll of give our you company a piece of, of this company. body armor. Exactly. You right. come into body armor, and we're going to give you a piece of the pie. You mm-hmm. come in and, and rep this auto insurance company. We're going to give you a piece of the company. That's how these things are equitable. That's how you get some of these guys. So, And I get it. You can't keep giving away 5% of the company to every no. good player that comes mm-hmm. along. But you can do it for a guy like LeBron. Or the league, there should be some sort of slush fund for the league, right? The, where the TV money goes, where the, the, the merchandise money goes, where, you know, if Budweiser and Coca-Cola and Ford and Chevrolet give you all of this money to, to, to advertise here, and it's, I don't know, I'll make up a number, a billion dollars? Sure. In the, LeBron gets a percentage of that. Messi gets a percentage of that. Those guys get, because to just say, oh, we'll pay you $30 million, and it's an outrageous amount of money, but it's not enough. 
because okay. he's, he's generating so much more. Oh, I forgot to. Oh, this is a perfect uh, segue here. So yesterday, I'm watching, you know, the Clippers and uh, and the Phoenix Suns, and they're, they're promoting Game Seven if necessary, right? Uh-huh. And there's a picture of Paul George, there's a picture of Chris Paul, and then there's Game Five, Hawks and the Bucks. Did you see who they're promoting on there? I well, okay. So I'm assuming Chris Middleton has to be the Bucks guy. Middleton is on the Bucks. Okay, let me think. Uh, Hawks. <sighs> Is it Capella? It's not Capella. Is which, it? Which, now that I think about it, uh, that would have been probably even funnier that if it was Capella. It's not Kevin Herter, is it? Uh, it's not Kevin Herter. Is it Collins? It's Collins. Yeah. So you have a wow. picture of Collins on there <laughs> and Chris Middleton, and it says Game 5, TNT, tip-off at 5.30, whatever it is. And it just kind of you know stuck with yeah. me for a second because – you know what sells in the NBA? You, you actually, when, when we were talking about this, we've th- this has been brought up before. The NFL is one of those leagues where you don't have to sell the star. I'm not saying that if Patrick Mahomes is on on a Sunday night, you and I are going out of our way to make sure we're watching Patrick Mahomes. There's certain sure. players we're going to go out of our way to watch. But you know what else I might watch on a Sunday night? I might watch Browns and the Titans. Yeah. I might watch. I might watch. You know, a 500 Patriots team taking on the Indianapolis Colts. That doesn't happen that often in That's other exclusive sports. To football. That's, exclusive That's exclusive to football. That's exclusive to football. Yeah. So when, when I see when I see Collins and I see you know um, I see Chris Middleton as, as as those two players that are represented on there, it's almost I think of like LeBron James not as a player. I think of LeBron James as an LLC, as a corporation. Yeah. No, what is course. the value of his corporation? And I don't know if we could put a, a value to it. Think about if you went into a sales meeting with IBM and Microsoft and Coca-Cola and Anheuser-Busch. Mm-hmm. And he said, guys, we've got the NBA playoffs coming up, and here's we got Chris Middleton. We've got Collins. We, we, guys, 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 we've got DeAndre Ayton. Okay, come, come on. How, wait here. Here's the check. Go ahead and write it. Give, give, us, give us all your money, as opposed to going in there saying – we got LeBron, Kevin KD Durant, KD is freaking and playing LeBron. Right. We got <laughs> right. KD and Giannis and LeBron and Anthony Davis mm-hmm. and Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's the NBA is about those dudes. That's why whatever they get, it's it's not enough. It absolutely is not okay, enough. Okay, here's the latest on my poll. I put out a poll um, at Alan Slew on Twitter, at Travis Rogers on Twitter. Best spot for Kawhi next season. Okay? Clippers, Dallas, and Miami. I have those three teams listed there. Okay. Who do you think's in the uh, lead right now? Clippers. Miami, 43%. Dallas, 30%. Clippers, 26%. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm I actually was, surprised Miami is in the lead. I am too. I, I am too. I, Kawhi's he's such a This could be Laker fans figure. just wanting Kawhi out of the Western Conference. Could be. Could be that. Could be. Could be yeah. like he's he's going to be a part of your life moving forward, no matter what. He's too good of a player. It's just the way that it goes. The bunch of funch and bunch of funch is coming up next. It's Travis and Sliwa, seven ten ESPN. All right, the Fourth of July is almost here. Before hitting the highways for the long holiday weekend, head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the fifteen minute drive through oil change, and let the expert technicians make sure your ride is in peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up. Drive in and drive out in about 15 minutes. Quick little uh, story here for Valvoline. Um, I know we all run into this. We 
we wait on getting our oil change. We see the check engine light on, and we find every excuse not to go get the job done. Valvoline really, really does make it easy. A little over a month ago, pulled in to a Valvoline uh, near where I live, kind of around that Hollywood area. Uh, just go on SoCalOilChange.com, put in your zip code. All these different locations are going to pop up. I guarantee you there's one nearby uh, of where you live and go get the job done. When they say it takes about 15 minutes, it is such a convenient, easy service. You don't have to worry about your oil change. You don't have to worry about that being a headache. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven fun. Hit us. All right, guys. Um, Bill Murray is a very eccentric dude. I don't know if you guys know about this. He doesn't have a home phone. He doesn't have an agent. He doesn't have a manager. And the only way you can get in contact with him is through an 800 number. Uh, sometimes he might get the message and it might take weeks for him to respond. It got me to thinking, do That's you guys right there. do you guys think you can go 24 hours without your cell phone, no social media, no TV, no radio? Um, Trav, I'll go first on this one. Okay. So every year I do, uh, I go camping. I'll go out to Sequoia or Yosemite or there's all these different places out here in Cali. Um, it is one of the things I look most forward to. I don't have service. I don't. Have, and we, it's it's easily forty eight hours or so. There's actually pay phones over at the end of the campground if you need to make a call and tell somebody that you're alive or whatever the case is. <laughs> uh, I can easily do it. Um, it's actually uh, it's a it's a nice way to just literally get away. You know, somebody will say, "Okay, I got the day off." Or I got the, well, your phone is still right in front of you. You're still right. checking Twitter. You're still doing all this. So can I shut off for 24 hours? No question about it. Yeah, no. I, it's. Have you ever tried to quit caffeine? Have you ever uh, tried I have. to? Okay. Yeah, that's, it's I not easy. I, I don't think I can do that. It's not easy for about two days. You get headaches and you feel like, you know what, and you just, it's like, I, I, I need. But on that third day, you're kind of like, you know what, this feels okay. Yeah. And then by the fourth or fifth day, you're off. That's the same thing with the phone. Social media, I quit social media for about a year. I didn't go on it at all. It's mm. glorious. It was glorious. I loved it. And then Morales twisted my arm and got me back on. And I like being on, too. Don't get me wrong. It it is the social part. That's the one thing with our jobs, too. Like, there are times where I will delete Twitter off my phone and be like, bro, what are you doing? Yes, I know you're trying to make an excuse that, well, I want to stay updated. I want to stay this. Well, I'm also watching videos of things that have nothing to do with anything. I can do it. I could do it. I have done it, and maybe maybe we'll do it again soon. It's uh, the the being out of touch with the family would be a little weird, but uh, we can leave each other notes on the chalkboard in the kitchen. You guys are really strong because I don't think I can go twenty four hours without any TV yeah, in my could. my Law and Order and yeah, stuff like could. that. <laughs> what else? I love fun? it. I love it. Law and Order is what 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 helps back. <laughs> of course, man. Of course. All right. Former Olympic legend Carl Lewis turned sixty today. Whoa. <laughs> 
Now, most of us remember him as the nine-time Olympic gold medalist and the world me. record holder in long jump, but some of us remember him for, for this. And the Rockets! Now, I just mentioned Carl, mm. you know, Beautiful. owns world records in a long jump, but he, does he own the world record for the worst rendition of the national anthem? What are you talking about? That, was, I, that sounds a listen. little bit like Travis this morning with all his, his, his voice issues. My, I, don't yeah, know, my, I, I don't know who was that. What? Go ahead. Whoa. Whoa. Uh-oh. <laughs> Look, I, I've actually had the pleasure of meeting Carlos before, and he might be the perfect physical specimen. Like just, I mean, the, all the athletic feats that he was able to do, just just remarkable. And I liked him. He was a nice guy. Um, but he erased all of those athletic achievements that you mentioned, Funch, with that rendition. Because like, I don't <laughs> nine-time Olympic gold medalist. That that was done. Who was years better, ago? him or Whitney Houston? <laughs> the only one that's in the ballpark as far as terrible renditions was Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr did one at the Padre game, which was... Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. I remember that's that one. A, yeah, that's a bad um, setup right but, out the gate. Uh, Carl, Carl Lewis has probably got that gold medal in well, terrible... Wasn't, wasn't Fergie made fun of, too? Yeah, but she she just made some weird choices. That one sounds pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't know. That wasn't great either. I think about her... Draymond laughing at her. That's that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> when you got athletes that are standing there laughing at your rendition of the national anthem, that's probably not but, a good thing. Here, here's here's a good tip. And okay. singing in public is one of my great fears because I can't carry a tune to save my life. I just can't do it. You do Don't, imitation voices on LA every thirty minutes, and you yeah, have those an issue good. singing. Can those, I can I play you guys another national hold, anthem? Hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. Here's the th- here's my advice to anybody that's going to do the national anthem. Okay. Don't personalize it don't stylize it I'm with it's you not on that. your yeah. song just yeah, sing no, the song we don't need a written. remix we don't yeah, need a just, remix i don't just need your take on the national song. after whitney houston no one else can beat that she's the yeah. one who made the new version of the national anthem and that's about it what about this guy look nobody's gonna mix him up with josh groban but he's singing the song the way the song is supposed to be sung. Let me tell you something. That's delivering. That's X's and O's. That's going out on the on the court. <laughs> that's setting a screen. That's running the offense zone if you need it. I'm I'm impressed that this dude stepped up to a mic and did it. That takes incredible. Oh, no question you know what about to go out there and do that. I would never do it. Credit to him. my guy Mace. Uh, that's awesome. Next. All right, guys. Uh, So there's a new sort of revival for game shows lately. NBC's newest game show is the Capital One College Bowl, hosted by Peyton Manning and his brother Cooper, the one that doesn't do anything, uh, where teams of contestants (laughs) from different colleges do trivia to see who's the smartest. And there's also the TBS D-Wade hosted show, The Cube. where I've seen that. You've seen that? Is that good? I haven't seen it yet. It's okay. I'll, I'll tell you, Dwayne Wade's got such a good personality that... 
there's certain people who are annoying. There's certain people you don't want to hear from a mic do those game shows. He's very he's a very easy watch and listen. And it is also one that's um, coming up by ABC, the Celebrity Dating Game, which is a reboot from a game show in the 70s where celebrities try to find love on national TV. And everyone okay. loves that. Now, all these new game shows still can't beat my favorite game show of all time, which is... Family Feud. No. Price is right. Oh, yeah. No, it's a... Now, fellas, what is your favorite game show of all time? Price is right on that list. Price is right definitely on that list, but Family Feud, you know, generation just keeps going. It doesn't even matter who the host is. You just get somebody that delivers the right way. It's it's a very creative way. You can play along. You're always trying to chime in with your answers. I, I'm, I'm a Family Feud. Family Feud is okay. I like the Richard Dawson version because he was kind of an oddball. I like that. Um, I have two answers. Number one, my, my favorite one to watch because it's, it's entertaining to me and I, I kind of get into the game itself is Jeopardy. I love mm-hmm. Jeopardy. Jeopardy's a fun game to watch. But the one that's the, the, the best watch just from a, I can't believe I'm seeing this is Wheel of Fortune because it, the, the people that go on Wheel of Fortune, let's just put it this way. The people on Wheel of Fortune are not the people on Jeopardy. Okay, it's a it's a it's a different audience, and you will get some of the most catastrophically bad guesses on Wheel of Fortune that be that live in infamy, where the guy had mythological he- hero Achilles, and he said mythological hero Achilles, and lost a million dollars. Okay, so that show gives you a certain something. Okay, so are I'm you gonna, the are you the wheel. guy Funches? Do you think Travis is the guy? It's almost as if he's watching a game and he's upset at a play that the Dodgers made, right? Yes. I yes. could see Travis there analyzing. Are you kidding me? Are you? Is that really your answer? I could see him <laughs> well, analyzing. Is it odd to think that it's a little weird that somebody can't read in his own Wheel of Fortune? That doesn't seem like a And then I could ask. see his family coming in. Hey, Dad, everything okay? Not right now, okay? Now, are you kidding me? Just getting angry at the TV as if Going back a to Jeopardy, game. don't you guys feel so smart when you can answer one question? Jeopardy could be really hard. It's like once you Jeopardy get into like once you get to like the six hundreds and the eight hundreds, and you answer one of those questions, don't you just feel it, like the smartest guy in the world? It all depends on the category. Like so, like for instance, for whatever reason, I have an ability. I have like re, re, really good recall on things about geography and and mm-hmm. and European. Like I just I remember that stuff for some reason, so I can tear through that. And then all of a sudden, you'll get opera, and you could ask me the most. Ba- n- the question could be name an opera, and I'm out. I don't have anything. Pavarotti. It's, it's, it's all category based. I can't. I can't. You know who'd be it. good at Jeopardy? Ireland. Ireland would be a that. That'd be a good mix there for he, uh, for Jeopardy. He knows his operas. He just his knows his potables. He knows random things. <laughs> a lot of random things that you'd be like, how the hell does he know that? All right. So we we're talking about the Clippers getting knocked out. We have not gotten into the Chris Paul piece of all of this, Lee. So where does everybody come out on Chris Paul? Happy to see him in the finals for the first time ever. Love Chris or Paul. You, or were you more on the DeMarcus favorite player Cousins, yesterday? Like, I'm going to break this guy's neck side of things. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, pack your victory dance. Go all in on fun at Harris Resort SoCal. Make a splash in Funner California's trifecta of pools. Dance with Lady Luck at one of 50 table games or 1,600 slots. Or tee up the fun in SoCal's first top golf swing suite. All right, if you're... Uh, if you're a beer fan, I want to make a quick announcement here. Rincon Reservation Road Brewery is the first tribally owned brewery in Southern California, and it's located right there at Harris Resort SoCal. Um, a lot of great things at this property, and I will say for anybody who's out here in Southern California, it's about 110 miles away from downtown Los Angeles. And if you're looking to get away, if you kind of want that opportunity, the hustle and the bustle, you don't want to get on a plane and go try to fly somewhere. Um, obviously, a lot of different restrictions uh, right now from a health perspective. 
You could just be in the convenience of your own car. You could drive out to Harris Resort, SoCal. You can enjoy a couple of days of uh, unwinding, as they say. From uh, dining to unwinding, scoring a good time is as easy as picking up a room key. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting harrissocal.com.